Welcome to the Association 4.0 podcast. I'm Sherry Budziak, CEO and founder of Source. Association 4.0 is how we describe the skills needed to navigate Industry 4.0 or the digital marketplace. So hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Association 4.0 podcast. My name is Kevin Ardonias, and I'm here today with Mark Thorsby, founder of Front Wheel Consulting, to talk to you about the future of associations. Mark, thank you for joining us today, and I'm really excited to talk with you. So remember back when we interviewed you for our book, Association 4.0? Um, at that time, we knew that technology would create disruptions for associations, but little did we know that the major disruption was going to be a pandemic. So the first question for you, Mark, is has the pandemic experience changed your thoughts about the future of the association industry? It's a, that's a good question, I think. Uh, Kevin, first of all, let me thank you for the invitation to be with you this morning. What has happened is I think there was a lot of change going on in the association marketplace prior to the pandemic, and the pandemic has, has um, increased the sensitivity and accelerated the pace of some of the changes that were occurring pre-pandemic. So I, I, I don't, I'm not so naive as to believe that the pandemic hasn't created some changes. We'll talk about those in a minute. But they're not changes, there, there, there are a whole lot of things that are changing today solely because of the pandemic. In, in fact, if you go back and look, you'll see that many of these changes that we're now seeing before us really had their roots uh, uh, before the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what, some, what challenges or disruptions do you see on the horizon for the associations? I think as associations emerge, the, the visual image I have is prairie dogs popping their heads up above ground for the first time and looking around uh, the environment uh, to find and, and taking stock on where they are with their resources. And I think for boards of directors, um, it's important for, for boards to begin doing that if they haven't already begun to do it so far. And there are two things of, of importance that, that, that boards are taking a look at. The first one is obviously the financial resource. How healthy are we? Our, where are we with our investments? Our revenue is probably down. Our expenses are probably down. Our, our surplus of revenue in excess of, of expense may or may not be a surplus. It may be a deficit. But everybody's sort of taking stock of that resource, which is where boards typically go, that financial resource. The, the second, and I now believe could be even the most important resource though, Kevin, is the human resource. That is the volunteer. And I, I think this is the area where associations are going to be uh, uh, impacted the most. Uh, I, I've been doing a lot of research and talking about a lot of executives about um, it's sort of the future of volunteerism. Um, and we've created a simple little survey. If somebody wants to participate, I'm happy to send you the survey, uh, send it out. I'm happy to send you the results of the survey as they come back raw. Uh, 
all free of charge. Just send us um, the, the emails for all of the board members sent to uh, guide at theboardbuilders.com. Um, so we're going to try to capture some more data. And that, that's what we're really here to talk about today is what did we find out or what are we finding out in the research work that we're doing? And I think there, there, are, there are five areas where we're hearing volunteers, Kevin, tell us some stuff that we haven't heard, I, I, I don't think, for a while, or, or at least not with the same ampli amplification and volume. Number one, sensitivity of, of, about around personal health um, and personal health and personal safety, really. Um, um, and, and this whole notion of infection control. I suspect the days of the salad buffet are gone for a long time, right? Uh, social distancing is probably here to stay with us for a while. Um, there, there are just going to be a variety of things where everybody's a lot more sensitive and some of them, some maybe even call it uptight um, about personal health and safety um, and infection control. Secondly, um, family went way, has gone way up on the totem pole of personal priorities. And maybe it's because we all got, frankly, stuck, I'm kidding, stuck with uh, our family members for the last year or so. But we spent a lot more time with our family, with our spouses and with our kids and our parents and our grandparents and you name it. Um, uh, even the, the, whole, the whole interest in going and visiting um, people who are older. Um, you know, there, it's just, there's, there's just a shift here in terms of people's attitude um, when it comes to, comes to family. Thirdly, travel. And that's the one that's still up in the air. We're not really sure um, what's going to happen there, but we're certainly seeing it's a huge industry, the travel and hospitality industry. Obviously, it's affected by our, our organizations and associations. Um, but that one still is a little open. It's, the, the world's going to open up um, and travel will, will come back, but it, it's not likely to come back in the same way that it was prior to the pandemic. Two other areas um, we're seeing in our research is this notion of meaningful work. Uh, the volunteers, when we, when we surveyed the volunteers, we said, what do you get out of being a volunteer? And they said three things. Personal gratification, I feel like I'm making a difference. Secondly, um, personal and professional development, I'm better at what I do um, because of my involvement. And, and, and thirdly, really just the whole connectedness and being part of a community. And the one, by, the one voice by far that was way louder than the other two was personal gratification. I feel like I'm making a difference. And, and if our volunteers don't feel like they're making a difference, they will volunteer elsewhere. And finally, and it goes back to where you started with technology, both in terms of how we communicate, how we educate, and how we certify. I mean, think, of, think about those things. And then finally, how do we improve the technology? How do we modify the technology so that it enables us to achieve that connectedness, that relationships. There are people I'm sure that say, can't do that with technology. Um, there, there's a whole generation of people out there who will disagree. So those are kind of the five things that we saw happening in the environment that have a direct implication on associations. Great. Well, Mark, thanks for sharing those five things. So. What is the most important thing leaders can do right now 
to position their organizations for success? I think really getting your arms around the paradigm shift that is occurring um, within the ranks of our volunteers. It is shifting from an organizationally driven um, program and process. That is to say the association kicks off, what does it need to get done? Which volunteers are most capable of helping us get it done? We then also value engagement and volunteer participation as a, as a means of engagement. And so we then say, and if anybody would like to volunteer, we'll make sure you get involved. That, that's, sort of a, that's sort of a supply side paradigm. What we're now seeing is the volunteer, and this is, again, this shift has been going on subtly for a long time. Number one, um, with volunteers, it's gotta be flexible. I gotta be able to do it the way I wanna do it, not the way you want me to do it. And this is, this is the huge shift, I think. Um, whether we meet in person or virtually, whether we meet at night, during the day, on weekends, um, organizations thinking about um, you know, taking paying for and taking care of child care when volunteers are participating in association activities. Um, the, the, you know, it's sort of embracing this paradigm shift that is underway, and and to not try to do what you've always done, the way you've always done it pre-pandemic. I, I I think that's the biggest. Thing, Kevin, is to really get your head around the change that's ongoing. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing too that there are some leaders who are totally embracing this change, while others are almost ignoring it, like uh, with their head in the ground, because we're seeing some organizations are flourishing right now yeah. uh, because they're changing the way they're doing things, they're changing the mindset. They're listening to their volunteers and other organizations are trying to do the same old, same old, uh, which you know, brings me to um, one of my last questions here is, how do you see the association business models changing? I, th I think you're probably gonna be less re reliant on face-to-face uh, -face meetings. I mean, I think that's, that's obvious. I think we'll find we'll generate new ways to create revenue out of interactions uh, between experts and students, if you will, and people that have knowledge and people that want knowledge. That whole knowledge transfer, um, I think, is going to continue to be important. And then to, to find ways that we can connect people um, in non-face-to-face -face ways. Um, I think I think those are probably the the, the three areas that. Um, that, that if I were on a board, I'd be focusing my attention on today. You know, th th there's one other piece that came out of our research that I found very interesting. And that is around uh, volunteer recognition. Um, look, we all know that volunteers want to be recognized. We know how important volunteer recognition is. What was so different though, was sort of this realization that there is no one size fits all volunteer recognition. We all know that, but this one came through loud and clear. Some, some people said, I just want you to send a letter to my employer and tell my employer what I'm doing and what this committee that I serve on is doing and how it impacts our industry. As an example of a suggestion of recognition, 
the other one wants a pat on the back or a letter or a plaque or a free dinner or a, you name it. But we've got to get, I think we've got to get much more uh, sensitive to what our volunteers are saying when they say they want volunteer recognition. And, and again, not using the one size fits all the way we've always recognized our volunteers. It's really listening to them and creating, you know, sort of personalized volunteer recognition going forward. Again, this whole notion of high tech, high touch, getting high touch is going to be more important, I think, post pandemic uh, than pre pandemic. Great. No, Mark, you mentioned a couple of times about your uh, research and studies and findings. Is there a resource where our listeners can go to to find out more? Yeah, um, well, I, I'm, I'm building a database, and, and this will, we'll make this free available to anybody. Um, if if um, we'll, we'll give you the survey, um, and then when the responses come back, we'll give that to you just raw, free of charge. Uh, for $7.95, um, we'll do an analysis of your responses, that is your volunteer responses, and give you an assessment. Um, um, and, and then in so doing, keep adding data to the database. But I'll be interested to see if there are any changes from what I've outlined here this morning. Um, what I'm really interested in sort of seeing is that volume is the, the, the content itself is not likely to change in terms of what's important, but how loudly the volunteer speaks is likely to change from organization to organization. So uh, I, I invite your listeners and watchers to uh, participate. Great, well, thanks, Mark. And thanks again for your time today. Again, we're speaking to Mark Thorsby, founder of Front Wheel Consulting. My name is Kevin Ordonez with Association 4.0 Podcast. Thanks for listening to our episode and please join us for our next one. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and discovered tips and information that will add value to your leadership style and your association. .orgsource specializes in positioning teams for success with solutions for technology, strategy, and marketing. Please contact us at info at orgsource.com to find out how to get your organization on track to Association 4.0. You can also engage in other educational content by becoming a member of .org community or reading our books on Association 4.0, which you can find on Amazon. We look forward to hearing from you soon.